0: Are you looking for a podcast about the wokest bond? Then you must be thinking of another
1: podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey.
0: Good evening, Robert. How are you? I got cat vomit all over the place. Cool! <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean not all over the place uh
0: i don't know what is going on with one of the cats has been just like puking a lot um boosh and i don't think it's anything serious because it's i feel like she's one of those cats that like will eat a lot of dry food at once i don't know if your cats or dogs have ever done this but they just eat so fucking much so fast that they there's the dry food like expands when you add stomach liquid to it yeah and then the stomach expands, and if you've eaten like your stomach to capacity with the dry food, you're you're gonna void it. So, yeah, she's, she's been doing that, just like piles of dry food showing up around the house. And Bulbasaur so, will do that sometimes. It's the worst. It's just something that animals do. Like we've had it checked out at yeah. the vet before because Deeds does that, and the vet's like, yeah, I mean, some cats just can't stop themselves. <laughs> so, oh um. God. I hear, hear, like, the the noise of a cat about to vomit. You know, that terrible, like, noise that they make. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, who is that and where is it? So I get up and I, like, walk into the kitchen. And Boosh is right there, like, about to vomit. And she sees me come through the kitchen. And she thinks, I don't know, that I'm going to hit her or something. She just looks at me. I guess I startled her. She looks at me like, oh, fuck. And then, like, throws up but also is sprinting away.
1: Oh, so she's just no. like,
0: she leaves this trail of vomit on the floor and just runs through it as she's creating it.
1: No. And
0: it's just <laughs> I hate vomit so much. I cannot do vomit. Like I'll clean up hairballs, I'll clean up pee and poop all day, but vomit for me is the worst. I cannot do it. It makes me gag just thinking about it. <laughs> so
1: That's how that's how Taylor is too.
0: Ugh. <laughs> Can't do the vomit, so I just had to leave that, like, <laughs> runway of vomit, essentially, for Richard when he got home. And then I forgot to tell him about it, and he stepped in it <laughs> oh my with his socks. I felt really bad.
1: I'm not trying to gross you out. Okay. <laughs> but, like, was it more liquid or solid?
0: It was mostly solid. Because
1: I feel like cat vomit is usually more solid.
0: Yeah, like... Which I
1: appreciate a little bit.
0: Sure. It definitely wasn't just, you know, bile. It was chunky, so.
1: That's better. It's better,
0: but it's not great. Like, it's still pretty
1: fucking nasty, if you ask me. No, but, I mean, you gotta think. It could be the other one. You know? So it's like, yeah. (laughs) I have the vomit. At least it's okay vomit.
0: If I clean up liquid vomit, I
1: can pretend it's pee okay you have all tile yeah so it's a bit easier so i prefer the chunky because it's easier to get out of carpet yeah you just
0: pick it right up
1: yeah like i think of the liquid as the worst because now you got to do like a process yep whereas the other kind yeah you just pick it up you just spritz it you make it smell nice boom good to go boom you know. vomit done well that's awful yeah it was bad. <laughs> you want to hear about something else bad yeah sure Cool. Um, Taylor got a piercing. Okay. Why is that bad? That's not bad. I mean, it it was painful for her. Uh. Uh, her ear is still hurting her pretty bad. Yeah. But it doesn't look bad because I'm the one that cleans it every day. Is it just like a cartilage piercing or? Yes. So she got a date piercing.
0: Oh, that one's like more intense.
1: Yeah. So if you know what that is, uh, most people get those to like try to what's the word i'm trying to say but like circumvent migraines oh really i was gonna say like subvert migraines or something weird huh yeah so it's like an acupuncture point that weird. you can go get acupuncture in this spot in your ear and it's supposed to cure migraines so a lot of people just get daith piercings to kind of be like a forever thing huh i did not know that it is not scientifically like this helps migraines Okay. Like, there's no evidence that it does help. Okay. So just, like, kind of a colloquial thing? like a. It's kind of like, well, for some people it does, though. So I'm going to try it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Taylor knows somebody that used to get migraines all the time, and she got both of her ears done and, like, hasn't had one since. Wow. Like, some people swear by it, right? Okay. Um, But, I mean, it's so, like, not a thing that the guy, before we, like, went into the room, he was like... You know that this doesn't cure migraines, right? Like unprompted. (laughs) Wow. She goes, "Yeah, I'm here for a date piercing." And he goes, "Okay, cool. Here's the paperwork." You know this doesn't do migraines, right? Like, there's, like, if that's why, no. She (laughs) says, and she was like, "But," and he goes, "But it does work sometimes." So okay. (laughs) Uh, so anyway, she goes to do that. It wasn't, wasn't too bad. Um, I don't know what you know about piercings, but like. Piercings don't bleed. Like, that's not a thing. You just kind of, like, puncture it. There you go. Yeah. Right? Um, and, I mean, of course, some are more painful than others or whatever, right? Y- yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, you just kind of, you do it. There you go. Well, the date piercing is very uncommon in its um, 50-50 chance to bleed. Okay. It's like sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes you're like, okay, we got a bleeder, right? <laughs> okay. So you can bleed... But sometimes, now this is where the person comes into play, they just don't stop bleeding. Oh, God. Or bleed too fucking much. Okay. So, of course, I go in there, I'm watching Taylor get the piercing, and I was like, I just want to, you know, see how piercing goes. I've never seen one get done. Did you, like, watch it, watch it? Yeah. Oof. I mean, I couldn't, like, see him, like, sticking it through the cartilage. I just kind of, like, saw, I was, like, watching her ear. And saw him, like, do what he was doing. Okay. But I didn't, like, see the needle go in. I probably wouldn't have cared about that. But, like... I, ugh, I would have passed right out. I see him do it. And then her ear turns into just a chalice. Oh, no. <laughs> a chalice full of red liquid. <laughs> I don't like that. And I was like, hmm. Didn't expect that. Uh. And so he's, like, cleaning it and stuff. And then he goes, are you Okay. And I look at Taylor, and she goes like, yeah, are you okay? And I was like, no, he's talking to you. And she's like, no, you. And then he and then he goes, no, you. So I was like, yeah, see, he said you. And he's like, no, I mean you standing there, <laughs> the guy. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Why? And he's like, I don't know. I just like to check on people because, you know, sometimes they pass out. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. And then I realize I can't feel... Any of my body. Oh, no. <laughs> I had like, you know, like when your foot falls asleep? Yes. They're like they're like needles or like the static. Uh-huh. Neck down static. Yeah. Throughout yep. my whole body.
0: You're lucky you didn't pass out on that floor, man. That's exactly how I feel every time I see a needle.
1: <laughs> and then I'm sitting there and I go like, man. I mean, okay. I didn't say any. Th- I played it. I played it good, guys. Okay. <laughs> sure,
0: sure. He's standing there like a shade of green,
1: just Nobody sweating. had any idea. His eyes are giant. No. His knees well, buckle. Well, see, we had, ma- All right. we had masks on. Okay. I know for a fact if I wasn't wearing a mask, they would have known. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wondering, like, after the fact, I was like, did I go like full blown like Adams family? Did I get like pale as shit? <laughs> like I don't know. God. Right? He didn't ask because he thought anything, he asked just like that can happen, so I just thought I'd check, right? Yeah. But I realized pins and needles down my whole body. Oh my God. And I'm sitting there like like the more that I thought about it, the closer I'd get to passing out. Yeah. Right? And I was like, I gotta stop thinking about it. <sighs> like, oh, I do you yeah. It tastes pennies. Oh. I was like, fuck, it tastes pennies. What is going on? Right? God. I was like, I'm gonna am going to pass out up? hearing this? Yeah, I was like, am I, am I going to throw up? Is that what's happening? Like, what is happening? Because, like, I didn't feel like I was getting weak, you know? Yeah. I've never passed out, so I don't know the feeling, I guess. You've never passed out? I've never passed out.
0: Okay, everything you're describing is, like, what happens leading up to you passing
1: out. <laughs> cool. I got good body control, though, because, like, (laughs) I felt it coming, I I think, but I was like, it's not happening, and I, like, got out of it, right? Okay. The thing that did it the most, I, like, just kind of pulled my mask out and, like, got, like, some cool air in there. Yeah. Man, that, like, got me right as rain. I was good to go. Feels good in there, like, cool air. But I had to do it, like, two, three times, and I had to then stop looking at this just massacre that is her ear oh my god how was taylor through all this she was only bad during the piercing process like that part that girl was hurting (laughs) i'm sure she's getting fucked up because that piercing apparently is one of the gnarliest that you can get like it It hurts looks
0: pretty fucking painful like that that area is so small and so sensitive
1: and so interior like
0: that's that's in your fucking ear
1: Yeah, she got it, you know, squeezing my hand. She was pushed into that that seat as hard as could be, you know? But, like, as soon as he got done and he's cleaning up the ear, like, she was good. Because she was totally fine with me when she's like, yeah, do you feel all right? Like, she was just completely fine, you know? And I'm sitting there like, I'm fucking good. I'm great. I'm (laughs) so good. (laughs) And, man, like, I just had to, like, look away. And so I was still talking to them like I was interested, but I was very far from intrigued anymore. <laughs> and yeah, it's the closest I think I've come to passing out like that. All right, I, I did not have a good time. Awesome. But Taylor's ear looks cool, I guess. It's I nice. bet. God. um, He used like ten, not ten rolls. I keep wanting to say ten rolls because if he used ten rolls of paper towels to clean her ear, I think That's I would have died. That's too
0: fucking much.
1: Like, ten sheets to, like, clean it up. That's still quite a bit for, like, an ear. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't I didn't see his table, but he was, like, laughing with Taylor about it. And he's like, oh, my table looks like a CSI scene up here. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, I don't need to know what that looks like. <laughs>
0: nope. Nope.
1: I was like, I'm good. Um. So, yeah, I. it's, like, one of the most human things that's ever happened. I mean, just seeing blood, <laughs> almost just dying inside. <laughs> Okay. I was not a fan of that. Man, I don't think I'd go back to see it again. Yeah. Uh no, I wouldn't die there. Yeah, can I crack into this a little bit? I need Yeah, I feel like I... I'm about to pass out. <laughs> yeah, I need I need something to drink. Okay. I'm
0: drinking that, um... a, uh, a rainwater, Richard's sparkling Ooh. rainwater.
1: Yeah. Um I didn't expect my description of it to come out like come off as good as it did cuz it made me feel it again i was like whoa
0: <laughs> yeah like i can't the sight of blood and it t- talking about blood too much will do me right in so yeah uh on to other things yeah so with with a person like that though can you wear
1: earbuds you know we looked that up and Cause it doesn't I don't look know. like you can I honestly don't know still. So,
0: you recently let me borrow your Yabras because you got the, the you upgraded your 75 t Elite, right? Yes. So, you let me borrow your 65Ts and as I was over at your house last weekend for the um the terrible stream that we did. Not that the stream was terrible, the idea was terrible and we regretted it. Or at least yeah. I regretted it. <laughs> um anyway, our soda stream is available on YouTube and you should watch it if you haven't. But the Yabras, uh, you let me try them out and you kind of showed me like, this is what the 65T is. And I was like, oh, these are pretty cool and they're comfy and I like them. And you're like, and these are the 75Ts. And I put those things in and I was like, oh, these are comfy though.
1: <laughs> like insanely better. They're so much in better. comfort
0: Yeah. Like, I
1: don't think the basis is good. I think. But it's still good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I didn't notice a difference, honestly. Okay. But um the weight of it is the main thing. Like when I wear earbuds, oh, I really yeah. I I don't like to feel like I'm wearing a thing inside of my ear. I don't like to have stuff in me. Yeah. So I I just don't like I don't like the sensation of having a thing in your ear cuz it it bothers me. Yeah. But with the with the 75s, I was like I don't even notice this at all. With The 65s, it's pretty minimal. So I've been wearing your 65s for the last couple of days, just kind of enjoying them on a trial run to see if I wanted to commit to actually purchasing some for myself. Yeah. And uh, after a day of listening, I was like, I really miss those 75 Gs.
1: Oh, oh,
0: man. Um, You had the fortuitous finding of a great-ass
1: deal at Best Buy. So actually, I thought about that before we recorded it's a Black Friday deal that will be ongoing until Black Friday, so I feel like we can lay it out there, and people oh. can still go get this deal. Fuck like, yeah. It is a thing, so... Again, not sponsored, just passionate. <laughs> so fucking
0: passionate.
1: So passionate. I am so about Yabras for, like, uh, earbuds.
0: Yeah, and you know we Steel love a good series deal. series for,
1: like, your headset.
0: Yes. But Yabra for the buds. Yabra. Yeah, so, um, we... I say we. I <laughs> decided to purchase the Abra seventy five Ts with your incredible deal. They they come out to like eighty six dollars after shipping because I wasn't going to go pick them up. So guys, um, that's basically half price.
1: Yeah, it's Best I mean, Buy seventy five T. It's like half price. The go. fucking
0: right right now. Like I was I was shocked by the deal. But um, oh,
1: you would be if you were looking for buds. You'd be dumb not to get this deal.
0: Yeah. And you know that I've been looking for buds for like a couple of years now because I mentioned before yeah. that I wanted some, but I just couldn't commit to like a high price because you've been, you've been touting these Yabras for years now. You've had them for quite a while and you're like, mm-hmm. they're good. They're worth the price. And I would agree that they are worth the big price tag, but I wouldn't pay that price ever for them. <laughs> so finding them for $80, I was like, uh, yeah, we're Oh doing my this. God. Yeah. So So I purchased them and I wore them all day, and I am obsessed with these earbuds. They are good, so good, and I, I cannot believe. Like I, I know that you're so like you're, you're an audio guy. You know, we we talked
1: in the pre ramble. You you like audio. I feel like I'm enough of one for it to count a little bit, but I definitely don't know enough. I think that you know enough to be dangerous is the thing. There you go. I like that. I like that. Okay. <laughs>
0: so, I not that I thought that you would be exaggerating, but I feel like when you experience sound is in a way that I don't get to, and okay. like it's it's kind of like this with me in all technology. Like I didn't really notice the difference between like an OLED screen and a regular screen until you showed me side by side your tablets at your house. You're like, this is OLED. I'm like, oh. I get it now.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I forgot. For, for absolutely no reason, I was, like, waiting for you to come over. And I was like, I'm <laughs> going to do this for Kelsey. <laughs> and can I be honest with you? Yes. I wasn't going to do it for you. I just, I just wanted to show off the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even like, Kelsey's curious to know. I, I was like, Kelsey's going to know.
0: Yeah. You're just like, I'm going to inflict this <laughs> upon Kelsey when she arrives. Pretty much. So I got the eyebrows. I've been wearing them. Uh, the app, first of all, is fucking cool, dude. Because like when you plug them in for the first time, it's like, let's do your hearing profile. And it plays these like varieties of oh. tones. So like it's like here we're gonna just do We're gonna start with the left earbud, and it'll play like like twenty different tones. It'll be like tap when you hear the tone, like a little hearing test that you did in like fifth grade. You know?
1: Yeah. So and those are exclusive to the 75 first because my oh. 65 did not do that okay so that's like a 75 thing and I actually forgot that they did that oh You're it's right so they did
0: cool yeah so I did all that and I was like there's there's no way that this is gonna make any difference and like I don't know what it sounded like before but I feel like they sound pretty darn good now it's like we've created your personal hearing profile when
1: we have this much low and this much mid and this much treble and I was like okay I know that you don't care about this too much you said you weren't too into the active noise canceling? Oh, now I am. But apparently you can do a profile exclusive <laughs> to your ear for that, too. Yeah. Okay. It's so cool. <laughs> like, do you hear nothing? I mean, you don't hear nothing, but you hear okay. about,
0: like, 10% of what you would otherwise. Yeah. Because I was uh on a conference call that I didn't need to be on today, and I was like, I'm just going to do the earbud setup right now, so... I put those bad boys in and I was like playing with the noise cancellation and stuff. And there's like different levels of noise cancellation and different pannings. So like if you're more deaf in your left ear or whatever, you can pan it harder to your right ear. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, different like intensity levels too. But it's weird because like it shows you a wheel. Like this is most intense. This is least intense for at least that's what you would think. But for me, like at 80%, I hear almost nothing. But at 90%, I hear more for some reason. Yeah. It's so just weird. It's like you find your personal spot on the wheel and you you stick it there and it well, cancels out the noise for you.
1: Isn't it kinda like you know the people that have gone into like the quietest room on the planet? Yeah. And they eventually can hear like their own blood. Yes. So maybe when you pushed it to ninety, you were just hearing Kelsey. I don't
0: think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's hearing the voices within. <laughs> yeah. Um I no. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so the active noise cancellation is so cool, and then they have the hear through profile, which is i that's a big thing with me in earbuds yeah. is I like to hear stuff that's happening outside of the earbuds because, like I've talked before that I don't like the suction feeling whenever you put an yeah. earbud in, and it's like and it's just like on your ear and inside of it, and I don't like it, <laughs> so i uh I did the 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 hear through, and I have like just background noise in my room, like a little babbling fountain, like my cat fountain that the cat's like to drink out of. Yeah. And that it's good white noise for me as I'm working. And when that goes away, I don't focus as well. So being able to hear that in my podcast or music or whatever, while I'm working is really, really nice. Okay. And another kick-ass thing about the app, I could go on for hours about this app. I'm sorry if this is boring to anybody out there, (laughs) just talking about a sound app, but I was so intrigued. They have little, um, soundscapes that you can do so you can turn on like pink noise which is different than white noise and you can also turn on white noise <laughs> and they have like a rainstorm that you can listen to they have mm-hmm. a more intense rainstorm <laughs> with like thunder and shit they have a babbling brook they have a crowd which i thought i thought it would be weird to listen to a crowd because i generally don't like crowds but actually like i put it on for a minute just to see what it would be like and i was like this actually is a little bit more relaxing than
1: anxiety inducing. No. Yeah. There's totally something to know. Like life is happening around you. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: And it's something that like, not, not to bring COVID into it, but you know, we haven't experienced the crowd for some time. So it was kind of cool to just be like, Oh yeah. Crowds. Yeah. (laughs) So I had a really good time playing around with that. And uh, there's one last sound I'm going to talk about in there. It's the ventilation fan. Do you have that? uh i have never used it okay after this i need you to go log off put put your buds in do the active noise cancellation and just go to the ventilation to fan sound because like it sounds like you're in an air duct and it's terrifying i didn't like it it was like being i felt like i was in star
1: wars so basically it's just becoming john mcclain
0: yeah yeah okay So uh, go do that and luxuriate in the sound of a bassy fan. i will um, do that. I put them on Richard because I was like, listen to these earbuds. And they also are super, super, super super good for phone calls. I always have like a lot of trouble yeah. talking on the phone because I, I can't hold a phone to my ear. I just, I can't be asked to do it. It's... <laughs> I cannot so okay. I always have it on speakerphone and my speakerphone connection has never ever been good with Richard like whenever he's driving home and wants to chat on the phone after his work day. Yeah. I'm just like on speakerphone trying to cook dinner and do shit and it doesn't work so having the earbuds in when he got home I was like how was the call quality and he was like actually it didn't drop for the first time like ever and I was like that's because I got these earbuds there you go <laughs> so I validated the purchase um they're
1: life-changing buds. They, they really
0: are. are. Like I'm so happy I got these and I th- I thank you for bringing me to the the good word of Jabra, the Yabras. So if you're in the market for earbuds and you can afford 80 bucks right now, please pick these things up. They will make you they will convert you to the good ways of the Yabra.
1: <laughs> oh, they will make you happy. I promise. It's probably a name I'm going to I'm going to follow around forever. Yes. Like, until they get really bad and fuck me over one day, you know? <laughs> okay. They're good. And even though you never see them on the top lists anymore, that's that's who I'm going to buy. Yeah. Because, I mean, using them in practice, it's just that good. They're so nice. I could honestly sleep in them if I wasn't afraid of losing them. I have fallen asleep in them. And then <laughs> right. I like thought, yeah, and then I thought Bulbasaur ate it. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> And I was like, do I have to play music and hear, you know, Sia coming out of this dog's butt right now? <laughs> oh, my God. Then it turns out he was asleep on top of it. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah, I put him in. I think I was watching Cowboy Bebop. Nice. And Taylor wanted to sleep. So I was like, well, I'll watch it on my tablet. Ooh, and I, I got these nice new earbuds. so I'll watch it that way. And, and it was great. But then I fell asleep. And yeah, they came right out. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, definitely be careful. Okay. He had it pretty nice for ASMR, too.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. Holy shit. Okay. So <laughs> I, was, I was cooking while I had them in. And so whenever you do the hear-through mode, I don't know if it, like, records the sound around you and then plays it back into your ears or something. Do you uh-huh. think that's what's going on?
1: I think so, a bit. Okay, I think it's, like, going through a microphone and feeding to you.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Because, like, so whenever I was, like, chopping some dill on my cutting board with my chef's knife, it yeah. was, like... It was like my own personal ASMR.
1: Like you could hear it now? Yeah,
0: it's like crunch and chop and it was so good. And then I'd like turn the water on to like wash the knife and it was like, oh, this water sounds crispy. (laughs) Oh my God. It was so good. I was living for it. God, my normal ears suck. I know. I'm just going to wear these things around now and do hear through mode all the time. Yeah. I literally today, (laughs) I just, I took bubble wrap and I just like crankled it when I was wearing them. (laughs) my they're my own portable asmr machine i love you them. are
1: like living through these things right now you don't
0: even know man <laughs> i'm so into them
1: i mean i call my mom when i'm at work just to put one of the buds in and i'll just be like hey mom i'm talking to you with no hands <laughs> i still think that's cool enough well speaking of other things i don't know if i can give it the glowing review that you gave the yabras uh-oh and by that I mean unanimous approval. Okay. I went and saw Halloween Kills Okay. The other so day.
0: I have actually heard a lot of criticism about this movie and I wanted to get right. it from you because I know you love the franchise.
1: And I fucking 10 out of 10 loved it. I had okay. the biggest fucking smile on my face and I turned to Taylor and she's like, that kind of sucked.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: and I was like, my my heart. So, I guess it's not for everybody. Okay. But, here's the critique that I wanted to give on it. I feel like the critique that a lot of people are giving it is one that I'm getting really tired of with Hollywood movies right now. Okay. It's just not realistic enough. Like, it's not grounded enough for me you it's know? dumb
0: i hate that can't people just like pack it in when they go to the movies just like pack away your hopes and expectations for yeah. realism and just let your let your dreams fly free be a child
1: i think i've said this before and i know Ismail's probably gonna get pissed because i think he really loves these movies <laughs> oh no but i think when christopher nolan did the batman movies batman begins dark knight Uh and all that stuff I really think he fucked Hollywood a bit like those movies unleashed a new
0: type of dude bro on the world and I don't know I can't put my finger on it but you're absolutely
1: right like people are more critical of movies now yeah because well, what he did was amazing don't get me wrong what he did was amazing they were fine movies but now it's become well if it's not grounded like that it's a pile of shit and that's a dumb way to look at the world because i want to tell you i kind of want to tell you the ending
0: yeah feel free man i'm not gonna see it
1: okay i mean spoiler here's the ending but and here's another criticism that's pissing me off you ready (laughs) okay people are upset because it didn't end like it left it kind of open i mean kind of but it's a horror movie like no horror movie ends I guess, you know?
0: yeah. I mean, there's always, like, the end. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. Like, every horror movie doesn't go, okay, it's over. It's always, yeah. like, what could happen next, you know? But then the killer's pinky moved or something, you know? Yeah, there's always something like that in a scary movie, right? Like, to me, no scary, mo- scary movies are built on the idea of, is it it's really It's never over, yeah. Yeah. And people are mad because it wasn't over. But here's another problem I have with that. Like, five years ago, when it got announced these movies were getting made, Yeah, they said this is a trilogy. And so people are mad because this didn't end, and they're like, uh, uh, I gotta see the third one? Okay. And it's like, yeah, there's gonna be a third one. We knew that since, Jesus. like, 2016. All right. Literally five years ago, Danny McBride came out and said, hey, we're making Halloween, and there's gonna be three of them. And guess what? There's gonna be fucking three of them. Like he said. Like, well, the first one ended, like, a bit more. Yeah. Because, you know, you want to test it and see if it will work to enable the other two, right? Yeah. But, like, the first one did Gangbusters, so you are like, alright, the next two will happen for sure. This movie straight up does not end. And <laughs> it was the best ending ever. It was pure Halloween for me. I fucking dug it. ready? Okay, good. Here's Here's my magic scene that i was like why can't people just accept that as dope so it takes place the same night as the one from 2018 like it takes place where that movie ended it picks up seconds later okay right did you see the last one no okay spoiler for everything guys okay so this is a legacy sequel yes so what they did was the original Halloween from 1978 is the only one that exists in the timeline even though there's, you know, 15,000 Halloween movies. Okay. In 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 this timeline, it goes Part 1 from 1978 and now this one from 2018. That's the order of events. All right. Right. So Jamie Lee Curtis Laurie Strode from part one back in 1978. She has been waiting for the day that he might emerge. She's become like a badass hermit lady ready to fight him whenever he emerges again. Right. Fuck yeah. And at the end of that movie, they trap him in the basement, set the house on fire and fucking leave. Oh my God. And this movie begins with them escaping and the fire department showing up and like putting the fire out of the house.
0: Nice. So it's like an immediate sequel.
1: No, yeah. This, I mean, this takes place right after. Like, if you watched them side by side, it's it's just the same story continuing. Okay. You know? So anyway, he gets out. Shit's wild. What I loved about this one was they kept bringing in people. They brought in, like, five people from the original 1978 movie. Hell Yeah. And they, like, showed clips of them from the old movie and then them now. And then they do things in this movie now. And it was cool. And I loved it. But the little boy that Jamie Lee Curtis is babysitting in the original movie, he's now, like, a 50-year-old dude who lives in the town. And when Michael gets loose, he starts, like, a mob in the town and they're going to go find him. right? Okay. And the end of this movie, so funny fucking cool dude (laughs) the mob surrounds michael in the street okay just him and like literally 60 people from the town shit and they're beating him with crowbars two by fours somebody shoots him like seven times with a gun
0: god it's like richard ramirez
1: yeah they fucking just go to town on michael myers right okay kelsey 60 people beat his ass Okay. Okay. He gets shot with a full clip from a gun and somebody stabs him in the back of the neck with his own knife. Like you do. Okay. And guess how it ends. He gets up and walks away. He, no, he gets up and kills all 60 of them. Oh my God. (laughs) Like he just gets up and gets every single person from that mob. Jesus. And it was beautiful. (laughs) <laughs> it's exactly what I needed. And okay. a lot of people have a problem with that because it's like, uh, what? Uh, what, is he immortal or something? I mean, kind of. He's Michael Myers. That's the idea. Yeah. The idea is he's Michael Myers. We don't know what his problem is, but that's the thing. They're like, but isn't he just a dude? And they can't accept that a guy could get shot seven times and get up and kill everybody. All right. And for me, that was, that was nirvana. That was beautiful, right? <laughs> Right. And then for a lot of other people, it's like, but I mean, he really wouldn't do that. <sighs> and it's ruining this movie for me, but it's a good movie. I, wish I people, loved it.
0: I'm, just couch your belief in, I, I don't know, societies for a minute, you know? Just like, let the
1: unreal invade your brain. Remember when I spoke last episode about movie magic? Yes, Just enjoy some fucking movie magic, okay? Just
0: enjoy it. Can you just enjoy it? Like, put away your, like, well, actualies
1: and just have a good time. How hard is it? you're not fucking saying that when Endgame has aliens time traveling (laughs) and killing people from the past and shit, you know? Uh Like, that's okay. Because you enjoy it. But as a comic book, it's different.
0: Michael Myers is a real serial killer who's an actual person.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Michael has always been one of my favorites and I thought this was pure Michael Myers goodness.
0: That's the beauty of like I loved it. These type of movies, you know, you can pretend for just a minute like maybe he is a little bit supernatural, maybe he's maybe he's superhuman. Yeah, that's the idea. We
1: we just don't know he is there.
0: Yeah, that's how like he can walk at a snail's pace and catch up to a running girl who just can't fucking find her footing in the forest or whatever. Yeah.
1: Do you know what his other name is that's in the movie? No. This goes all the way back to the original and this was his name in the credits. It's not Michael Myers. He's called the Shape. Ooh, gross. I like that because because he's always that silhouette that you see, right? He's just yeah. he's just that shape. Yes. He's he's the shape. <laughs> and that makes it mysterious because he's not even Michael Myers sometimes, he's just the shape, you know. Yeah, like the creepy thing you see in the middle of the night. Yeah. But no, he needs to be Michael Myers, who is a human man and has human flaws. No. And also is an accountant, and this is just his nighttime fun. For me in Halloween Kills, he's not Michael Myers. This movie is about the shape. Alright. This is the shape doing what the shape do best. And I'm relating <laughs> to peoples. <laughs> I do have one problem with this movie, and I think you're going to be surprised. Okay. I think it's a little too gory. Oh, really? In the sense of, I think the gore is a little unrealistic at times.
0: Oh, okay. So it's a little, like, splashy red blood or whatever.
1: Well, like, one guy falls out of a window, but, like, when they find his body, like, it's, like, four stories, like, four stories. Okay. We're not talking, like, top of a skyscraper, right? Yeah. Four stories, and when they find him down there, like, the only thing left is his fucking face. Ugh! <laughs> and, like, the rest of his head is just, like, a watermelon that shot out, like, 50 yards. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. You know, like, that's just, like, too much gore. Like, that's just, like, ooh, gross, you know?
0: Yeah, that's gore for the
1: sake of it. Yeah, that wasn't realistic gore and i mean i ate it up <laughs> but i was like i mean come on that's kind of like kill bill chopping off people's heads and it like squirts blood for like 10 minutes you know yeah as like as like a geyser of blood like it's more style <laughs> gore than yeah, it's, actual gore
0: it's kind of like humor almost
1: yeah so if you're not going to get mad at that then you can't get mad that he didn't die after getting like rasputin you know <laughs> I mean, he got fucked. It was awesome. Oh, was so good. I, I want to see it again. So bad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoy it. I would go see it. And I didn't even leave out. I mean, I didn't even put the ending in there. Okay. I just told you that he got up from something. And it, yeah. it still does a thing. And it was just like, oh, yeah, it was so good. That uh, is so good.
0: Well, I have something very exciting to tell you. What? Let's do it
1: after the break. Okay
0: stretch real quick i fucking pulled a muscle in my back and i feel like i'm dying oh
1: my god i watched a tiktok yesterday of a girl like twerking for her husband right and she's like oh shit that that looks good because she's like watching it in the bathroom (laughs) mirror where she's doing it yeah and she's like oh shit my ass looks good and then she goes to like do the tina dance thing you know (laughs) yes and she, fu- you hear her back just like crack and she oh collapses to the ground and he runs up to her and she goes, hey, if I can broke my back, <laughs> I, I think I pissed myself. Jesus. And then it ends. But I was like, we're very fragile past yeah. a certain age.
0: Throw it back and throw it out. I mean, yeah. it's not good.
1: If you guys enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full pre-ramble bonus episode by going over to patreon.com slash Y-M-B-T-O-A-P and signing up to be a patron. We really, really thank you guys for all the support that you give us. It helps us make this show for you guys. And if you want that little extra something, something, go out to the Yim Apparel store, get you some Yim gear, shirts, hoodies. It's getting cold out there. It's time to get one. You can go check out All the products that we have for you guys. Maybe we'll do some new designs here in the future. Uh, That link is in our show notes. Again, thank you so much. And now back to your regularly scheduled content. And that content is...
0: Listener Mail! I'm so excited. We haven't gotten a Listener Mail in so long. Okay. So, this one is from our dear friend and listener and patron, Ferdin. Okay. He says, Hello, Robert and Kelsey. Uh, First, this is not in the email, but I just want to tell you, (laughs) it is a longer email, which makes me happy. He wrote, after he wrote this email, he went to the uh, secret discord and wrote, I hope my email wasn't too long. And I told him, you could write me 50,000 words and I would still beg for more (laughs) because it's true.
1: You're like, give me your, your thesis. Yes. I'm here
0: for it. Okay. So into the email. He says, I really liked this last episode. Thank you. I really enjoy when y'all go deep on stuff, especially when I know Kelsey is going to get hella frustrated. <laughs> this week's topic about strong female franchises instead of man-chises really got me thinking about how they tend to get the back burner treatment, just like cats don't dance level marketing. And <laughs> she says, great movie, Robert, by the way. Yes, it is. Recently, I saw a great one on Amazon Prime called Jolt. It's like if Jason Statham was a woman in a bad wig in <laughs> the movie Crank. Okay. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, super campy, and action-packed, in all caps. I can really see what y'all mean about how the general public can really ruin the whole female strong lead media. I know it happens and I actually try and combat it and consuming said media with an open mind. Good female lead movies are out there and don't get the credit they deserve half the time. Back in 2017, I was so hyped for the new Ghostbusters movie. Like I remember seeing it as soon as it was available for streaming because I loved the cast and have been looking forward to it because of all the the all-star cast. I heard so many bad things about the movie because I'd waited to see it, but I still went and I hated it when I saw it. Like, four out of ten. Not great. I didn't okay. like that it wasn't what I was expecting. I probably psyched myself out with how much I loved the casting and I was just let down, which we talked about that too, right? Yeah. Getting real hype for a movie and then finding out, like, it didn't meet your expectations. Like, so. oh, it's just normal. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So he continues, I decided to watch both the original Ghostbusters and the new one back to back after listening to your episode. It's been many, many years since I had seen the original and maybe like five years since I've seen the new one. The original still holds up for me. I loved it. Basically nostalgia brain junk food. The new one after going in with lower expectations was much more palatable. Some of the same irks were still there. It feels very 2012 Tumblr gender AU fan fiction, <laughs> but I was able to appreciate it more as an homage this time around. Uh, it's cool that it had some brief appearances from the original cast and even some baddies, which I didn't remember from before. I loved Kate McKinnon, Chris Hemsworth, and Leslie Jones, but that's about it. Everyone else felt kind of like they were overacting. It felt too drawn out in the first half of the movie and then picked up toward the end. I think this would have been a more successful and a shorter format, like a miniseries or something other than a movie. Something that felt okay. less like an SNL skit for two hours. And that actually, uh, there was conversation in our Discord as well. So... Y'all really like stepped it up when I asked everyone to write in and tell me why they didn't like the Ghostbusters. We got some some conversation about it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and he says again, I'm glad I rewatched it because I got to see more of the callbacks and Easter egg stuff I missed out. But my opinion didn't change much. I'd say about six out of ten now only for Kate McKinnon and Chris Hemsworth activating my buy panic. <laughs> Not sure oh i the a third time.
1: <laughs> see, um, I think that's the thing it even sounds like from what he's saying it's it's not that it's the women that's bad it's just the movie's not good yeah but because it's an all women cast we don't like it, the women you know yeah
0: i think that this movie got flack even before it came out you know like oh, people yeah. people expected it to be bad they were like it's going to be terrible blah, blah, terrible because it's all women and we're going to just dump on it but um yeah i from what I hear, <laughs> the movie itself does not stand up on its own. So I still haven't seen the original Ghostbusters, nor the gender bent one. So I'm curious.
1: I really find it amazing how many people have not seen Ghostbusters.
0: I feel so alone when I say I haven't seen Ghostbusters. I feel like everyone else in the world has seen it.
1: I mean, I will say this. I'm definitely not a huge Ghostbusters fanboy. Like, I think it's a yeah. good movie. But you know how many times I've seen it? just the once maybe twice yeah like maybe twice because it was good and then one day i watched it again but that's it you know i'm not like don't cross the streams and you know like i don't like know too much about it yeah i've actually seen part two way more because it played on tv a lot so i still you know i just saw that one more okay (laughs) but like i just feel like that's one that like you just need to see the once at least yeah because it's just primo classicness
0: I suppose I should make room for it. Um, we, got, we got a lot of uh, people recommending stuff in our Discord, too, after they listened to the episode. So let's, let me just want to scroll through and pick out a couple of quotes. Um, okay, so one show that the patrons mentioned in our episode discussion thread, uh, and Noznu, <laughs> our good friend Desi, she brought up <laughs> Buffy. And I have never seen Buffy, actually. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know what? Me
1: neither. I never saw the movie or the show.
0: Yeah, I was going to start it at one point. I was like, should I start Buffy or Supernatural? Which is ironic because Supernatural is such a fucking dude bro show. Yeah. And I started Supernatural instead. And I actually didn't end up finishing Supernatural because they killed off all the women. (laughs) So I did not. Um, I remember
1: hearing about that show. I think we talked about this on a previous one before too. The uh, woman in the fridge thing. Have we talked about that? I don't think so. It's a big comic book trope, like really early in comic books. So basically women in a lot of men franchises, their sole purpose and role is to die to give to give mm. the guy his purpose and his reason yes. for this thing to continue, right?
0: That is 100% what Supernatural does with every single woman character. It's like, yeah. let's tie her to a man and then kill her off to give him motivation.
1: So... I think it was Green Lantern, but there was some comic book hero that, like, he came home and his girl was, like, dead and stuffed in their fridge. Like, super brutal, right? Okay. And so it's, it's, the uh, phrase got coined from it, a woman in the fridge. Okay. So, (laughs) like, if you have a woman whose sole purpose is to basically die to be what moves the story forward for our man person, she's, she's just a woman in the fridge. Yep,
0: that's about right.
1: And I remember hearing or seeing woman in the fridge being thrown around all the time for Supernatural. And that's how I found out what that phrase meant. Okay. Because I was like, what does that fucking mean? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um, Desi also mentioned the new Mad Max movie.
0: Did I? I still, I cannot believe that you haven't seen this movie. Well, it's a part four. I'm not going to watch part four.
1: Why? I, I have the rest of them. I haven't seen any of the Mad Max. It's such a standalone film because I can't do that. that if anybody knows me, I have to go from the beginning. Like there's no way I would have just watched the new Ghostbusters movie <laughs> of them. I'd have been like, well, "What's the original ones? Because I want to know what because you know, while it's a standalone story, it's going to be taking things and probably have nods to those old ones, and I got to know that. Yeah. I want an informed opinion on what this movie is, because okay. it didn't just get made out of nothing. It came from that shit. Yeah. It's kept me from watching it, because I'm like, well, I gotta watch these three old movies. And I just don't watch them, so I'm like, well, I guess I'll never see Fury Road. <laughs> you're a mess. Even though, like, I I own all four of them. You're... you're just just... Uh, I just need to I have a, I have to watch <laughs> a lot of
0: shit, okay? <laughs> I need you to just, like, sit down sometimes and just buckle through these things.
1: You know how long it's going to take to catch up on my backlog? Oh, my God. You have such a backlog. I'll never catch up in the history of my life unless okay. I win the lottery.
0: Yeah. Um, did you see Birds of Prey when it came out? Not when it came out. I okay. got it
1: later, and I actually really liked it.
0: Okay, so this is another one that Des brought up. Uh, Birds of Prey got a lot of hate because women, but also a lot of people love it. It was mostly a female cast, and it had a female director, which is very cool. I didn't know that it was a female director. I knew that it was, like, about evil ladies, but I'm yeah. so I'm so far out of the comic book realm. I just know that it involved Harley Quinn.
1: See, I thought people didn't like it because it wasn't true to those women. Okay. Because, like, these are, like, four of, like, the... Biggest baddest independent women in DC of that world, right? Yeah. And basically, it was just a Harley movie. They were okay. like, "Oh, here's these like big bad women. We're we're gonna give them like three lines, okay? <laughs> like yeah. just Harley, you know."
0: Ismail brought up uh, that he liked Birds of Prey, but hated how they portrayed Black Canary and Cassandra Kane. Like, apparently, those are two characters that are supposed to be like super kick ass, and they couldn't fight, and they were just, you know not great they didn't get the the screen time that they deserved
1: yeah everything served harley's progression you know okay like she was the star and everybody else fell by the wayside even though yeah. it was like a team movie
0: yeah taylor got really fired up about lara croft which i fully expected and love her for <laughs> um so taylor talked about um i wanted to look up the number of copies sold between Tomb Raider and Uncharted, like overall, yes. but I didn't have like, I, the capacity, I couldn't figure out what to Google to figure it out. But um, Taylor so, figured it out for us.
1: Well, so we actually did this too. And so she looked up and I told her that wasn't a fair comparison. Okay. I said that she used Uncharted four. And yeah. I was like, mm, that's not, that's not fair. I was like, cause that what Tomb Raider use? game, Uncharted three.
0: Okay, is that because... like the, the peak one?
1: No, they came out at, at the uh, same time. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, Uncharted 4 would be peak, but that was also a PlayStation 4 game, and there were more of those consoles around. Okay. Like, that was when Xbox really screwed up their press conference, so people were buying... Because the PlayStation 4 outsold the Xbox like 3 to 1. Yeah. Like, there was an infin- an infinite number more of PS4s at that time. So those numbers are just going to be inflated. Yeah. So I was like, I think you need to temper it more and go to like Uncharted 3, which was the third in that franchise, so it should be relatively high. Yeah. Plus it came out at the same time. And we did the numbers and found something quite interesting. Okay. Tell me what that is. Uncharted 3 sold 6 million copies. Whoa. And then two years later, because that was 2011... Two years later, uh, Tomb Raider comes out in 2013 and sold 8.5 million. That's wild. So actually, she beat him.
0: Yeah, so Uncharted 4, the original comparison, sold over 15 million copies. So that is, that's wild to me. <laughs>
1: but I feel like that was all hype. Yeah, I guess. It was hype, it was a brand new system, and it was pushing the system to an to like a place that's never been before. So it was like a big deal.
0: Did they also have bundles? Like, was there an Uncharted 4 PS4 bundle? Yes. So that probably also inflated the numbers. It probably does. Okay.
1: But, I mean, the PlayStation 4 is one of the top-selling consoles of all time, so I feel yeah. like not a fair comparison. So I, I put it to, like, the same time frame, and okay. Tomb Raider fucking slayed him, man, by two, two million copies. Well that's good. I'm proud of Lara. <laughs> but I told Taylor this too, which you may find interesting, and I don't know if it's a sign of the game or because it's a lady. Ready? Okay. Every single one of those Tomb Raider games was considered a failure by its company. Why? It didn't sell what they wanted it to. Really? So like Tomb Raider sold eight eight point five million, right? That wasn't enough for the company? Like that's so. <laughs> we many. wanted ten. So basically, flop. Fail. Oh my god. Oh we made our money back wasn't what we forecasted it to. Fail. Ugh. So like they actively shit on this for shit on this whole franchise while it was coming out because it wasn't what they wanted it to be. That's ridiculous. And I was like is it just because they're that strict on their numbers or is it because it was Lara? Yeah. Should Lara have done better? Um... Tomb Raider's a whole thing in and of itself. It's pretty amazing where that franchise came from. We've been into it a lot lately.
0: Yeah. Ferdinand also had some questions in his email. Okay. So first he wants to know what we would like to see as a 2012 Tumblr genderbent AU reimagining of. And the in parentheses, anything. Do you, like, first of all, <laughs> I know that you, you were never really, like, big in Tumblr. Do you know what he means by 2012 Tumblr genderbent AU?
1: I mean, I was just thinking, kind of like a rule. What is it?
0: Rule thirty four?
1: No, because rule thirty four is there's porn of everything, but there's another rule that there's always a gender bent version of the of this oh. thing that exists. I didn't know that. Yeah, so like if there's a Laura Croft, there's a male version of him somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Like. So I was uh, just picturing. You've got that. got the spirit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like Tumblr had a big phase where they were like, "Let's gender bend." everything and everyone crafted like their own personal
1: alternate universes where everybody was different genders and shit i mean i already got the one that i really wanted because i didn't know i wanted it okay fiona and cake man
0: oh yeah man that that shit's good
1: like i didn't know that i needed that but it's so good like it's so beautiful
0: i was trying to think of like what i want fulfilled and i just (laughs) i'm i'm kind of dumb with gender bends you know i really want yeah. Just the original character roles. I think I was trying to think of like stuff that I really enjoy. And you know what would be actually really fun is a gender bent labyrinth. Where okay. like you have the goblin queen instead of the goblin king. Okay. I think that would be very cool.
1: You know what I was just thinking of? What? It doesn't have to be to this franchise. But I was like, I want like a Halloween, like a Michael Myers something. But Fuck it's a yeah. woman. Yeah. I want like a woman slasher franchise kind of thing. Is you know? there a woman slasher film? The only one I can think of is the original Friday the 13th. Because was... Jason is not the killer. He's not? No, his mom is the killer. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because he died. He died as a kid. And she's mad about that. So She kills anybody that comes to that camp. And then he winds up coming back. Okay. So his his mom is the original killer from that franchise.
0: Yeah, all right.
1: But that's the only one that I can think of.
0: There's some lists out here that have very old movies on them.
1: I'm not going to count, like, I Spit on Your Grave and stuff like that. Those aren't slashers. Those are, like, revenge movies. Okay. I yeah, want, like, Friday a slasher movie.
0: Oh, uh, you know. Okay, so happy birthday to me.
1: That's not a The original, (laughs) apparently. Happy birth. Sorry. I was, there was a picture of happy death day here. So I was like, that's not a slasher movie with her. No, no, I
0: I was thinking the same thing. Um, Okay. Happy birthday to me. Maybe I haven't seen that one. Or have I? Is that the one that That I bought you? I think it is actually where she's like at the end, she's in the attic with her cake. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that one. (laughs) You bought me that movie. You're like, I just like the the cover. And it was like
1: for my birthday so you're like it's perfect uh yeah because i used to buy you a very weird scary movie every year <laughs> yes
0: that's how i found some of my most favorite movies april fool's day that is another really really good one that i Actually, think you bought it a me good one. um may that's another super good one that's not on this list but you know i've never seen that is that oh, a slasher dude you've got to see it it's it's so fucking bizarre <laughs> it's the most it's the strangest movie i don't know if you consider it a slasher because it's not like it's not like wild killing with abandon it's like killing with a purpose and she just has this like oh this thing in her mind she's trying to achieve and she she fucking achieves it man you've got to
1: see this movie well i like this one and i don't remember it enough to remember that about it but apparently urban legend Is a female, like, she's the killer. I don't remember that one. Urban Legend, like, I'm still fucked up by that movie some. When, like, people flash their lights behind me. Ooh. Like, I know they're gonna kill me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, it's over. (laughs) They've targeted me. (laughs) But, like, I'm on a list of 20 slasher movies with women killers, and I knew, like, two of these.
0: Are you on culturedvultures.com? Yep. Yep.
1: (laughs) I don't know... Any of
0: these? Um, apparently, Scream Two and Four have a woman killer. I don't,
1: I really don't... remember the first one. Same. I've seen them all though, but
0: I, you know, I couldn't tell you if I've seen all of them. I know I've seen the first one absolutely, but two through four, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I want. But I want like, like, give me like a wild one. Like, yeah, because you know, Freddy is like over the top. Michael's yeah. a little over the top. I want. Well, a little bit of a supernatural female killer movie franchise. That's what yes. I want. Yes,
0: that, that is a good call out. I want that too. Yeah. Make me be scared of a woman like that. <laughs> okay. For the second question, do you remember a movie that you watched before and didn't like, but you rewatched it and enjoyed it
1: or the reverse? A movie you thought was great. That's shit now. I think we have discussed that before. Yeah. But I mean, I have the same one that I always go to because I can't believe how much I hated it and how much I love it now. What? The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, man, you hated that movie? I fucking hated it. I thought it was the worst movie. Ugh, weird. And then, like, I watched it again. I was like, it's not bad. And then the next time I was like, it's pretty funny. And now I'm like, you you, you ruined my groove. And I fucking love it, you know.
0: <laughs> I'm having a hard time <laughs> reconciling with this question because I, I don't think that if I've ever watched a movie and didn't like it, I probably didn't give it a second
1: chance, you know? I want to know one that I loved and I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of that, too. Like, whenever I see a movie, I see it once and then it's gone. (laughs) I don't see it anymore unless I'm, like, obsessed with it.
1: really hurts me. I know. (laughs) I've seen so many movies that I don't even love just again Uh, because I've seen it again.
0: I just don't know how you do that. Because I watch movies. I think... Okay, so a movie you thought was great, but is shit now. I, I think, honestly, if I rewatched anything that I really enjoyed in the 2000s, like the early 2000s was uh, a pretty problematic time for comedy movies, I would probably not enjoy those these days. I'm going to consult the library. Hang
1: on. <laughs> no, I never really liked those. Okay. And you have it? Yeah, I have both of them. That what I is want. it? I kind of don't really care for Knocked Up. And I feel like I liked it a bit more when I first saw it, but then I, as I thought about it, I was like, meh. I remember loving Forgetting Sarah Marshall.
0: I thought but that I've, one was,
1: like, just okay. I've never wanted to watch it again, because, like, I was like, once was good. Yeah. And, like, the more I think about it and people like it, I'm creating this hate for it, because I'm like, it's not that good. <laughs> but maybe I need to watch it again. Now, I only like good movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're gonna go with that okay well thank you so much for this listener Male Ferdinand. you really made us think like
1: I, I feel like that only happens if you have like a childhood favorite yeah and then you watch it later and go oh that's not good yeah but like I get down on rock-a-doodle just as hard today as I did when I was a kid so <laughs> you know uh well speaking of the women's uh-huh Uh, this was also a throwaway thing that I was going to bring to you, but I wanted to go deep again. Okay. (laughs) Even though we've gone deep on so much already. All right. Uh, you actually had the bright idea to break it out into a couple different shows. So we're going to go deep on the release of Metroid today and not because it's so good or whatever. It's a little bit of a carryover from last week's topic just a little bit. We're going to just shit on women <laughs> some more, I guess. Okay, <laughs> you know? Sure. I don't know if it's really the fact of a woman for this one. I think people just have this thing about Metroid and it's becoming such a problem right now. Okay. I'll start at the beginning, I guess. Sure. You've seen what this game looks like.
0: Yeah, I seen I it. have. It's very pretty. It's very cool.
1: Okay. Well, you know, a big controversy when it was coming out was that it was going to be 60 bucks. Yeah. But I mean, every new
0: Nintendo game is 60 bucks.
1: But it's a 2D game. How dare you charge me <laughs> 60 bucks?
0: I don't know why that has an impact on price, you know? Yeah. The style of game impacts
1: the price now, apparently. I pay I pay the same amount of money for Phoenix Wright games and they're just 2DS visual novels. I don't I don't I've I've never understood that argument a lot of people were saying well because it came from the people that made a 3ds game it's only as good as a 3ds game to me still and that is the most idiot logic that I can think of (laughs) and so people have been like super mad that it was going to be a full price game and how dare they want full price for a glorified game boy game yeah which I don't understand because if you've seen it, it's pretty amazing.
0: It's pretty freaking cool. Like, as a person who has very minimal experience in Metroid, like, we started watching a Metroid streamer on Twitch because you were like, this is a good avenue for you to, like, get into the Metroid games. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give it a shot. And we watched him, and I was like, these games are pretty, pretty darn cool. And they've only gotten better looking. And I think just... Judging from what I've seen on this person's streams, the difficulty has kind of been at a maintained level of
1: pretty difficult, right? I would say it's about equal throughout all of them.
0: Yeah, like it's not like the first game is very easy and then they just get harder and harder and harder. The first game looks pretty hard
1: and everything else that I have seen from Metroid, like they look like difficult games. And that's another thing about it. I was watching a review when I was watching my James Bond shit and tons of reviews have come out about this game saying that it's bad okay but it's because it's too hard
0: well you know what man like so people fucking love to talk about dark souls and what a good game that is and how like if you're not good at dark souls you gotta fucking get good motherfucker like that, that's the attitude that people are bringing to Dark Souls. Why not bring that attitude to
1: Metroid? Is it because yeah. it's a 2D game? Because it's a Nintendo game? Like, what, what's hurting you? <laughs> but do you know that there's just as many people that go to Dark Souls and complain that there's no easy mode? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a huge topic about Dark Souls. They're like, well, it should be accessible to everybody.
0: I'm all... I'm, I'm super in favor of accessibility and i think that it's a really important thing for video games to consider but you also have to consider like maybe the developer didn't want everyone to play it i don't know like maybe maybe that's a flawed perspective to have but i don't buy dark souls because i don't want to be frustrated i don't hate myself i don't want to get into a game and just be like oh the entire time like i recognize the thing with me too yeah, I recognize that that game is not for me. It doesn't have any Z so I'm not going to
1: play it, right? Yeah, like I am intrigued by it because I hear so much about the story and all this stuff. Yeah. I'm like I want to know. Yeah, but I know what it is, and, it's and I'm that not good way, at it.
0: It is that way by design, and I feel like it's kind of the same thing with Metroid. Like I, I don't play that type of game. Like that type of. You have to hunt down specific upgrades to go back and find doors that you had passed before, and like, yeah, it's really intense specific platforming that I'm not. I've never been good at platformers. Like, I <laughs> the only platformer that I'm mildly good at is Little Big Planet. <laughs> okay, so I, I mean, I I like Metroid. I'm not. I I haven't ever played Metroid, and I sadly don't think I ever will. But I like it. It looks very cool. And it looks like yeah. a well-made game, right?
1: I actually didn't expect to go into that with you when we first came up with this, but I was actually going to go into that now to justify the $60 price. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm replaying it currently. Yeah. And if you, if I were to show you the map system of like where you can go in this game... I dare you to tell me that you could come up with this just as easily. (laughs) Like, this is is one of them. Because, you know, you have, like, I don't know, seven different places that you can go. Okay. But, like, this is, like, one area's map. So, if you were to look at the map of the entirety of where you can go, this is how intricate it looks. Good lord. There's so many rooms. Like, it's... It's a lot, like, it's a huge labyrinth of a place to go. Yeah. And there's seven of these. There's so much to do. or There's a, just a lot to get lost in.
0: It's a beefy game. Like, if you play this game, if you try to 100% it, you're absolutely getting your money's worth. Yeah, because I did 100% it. Did you really? Yes. Amazing.
1: Uh, it was not fun. Like, <laughs> look, at, look at this one. Katarys, that is,
0: there, so much is happening in this. Like, that there are too many ways to lot. go. Yeah, that's a lot.
1: And so, okay. I saw, oh, God, I saw one review that was like, a game doesn't have to be hard to be edgy, okay? Okay. And I was like, what does that even fucking mean? Because actually, it's not different than it ever was. It's not trying to be edgy. It's being classic, Yeah, that's exactly what it looks
0: like. I've I've watched some videos of boss battles just to see what it looks like. And it's all the same type of Super Nintendo shit where you have to time it right and you have to hit it three times. And it's just very specifically Super Nintendo.
1: Yeah, this game is very... And I know that people don't want to hear that, but it is very skill-based. You have to get good to (laughs) be good at it. Because there's no difficulty slider You can't be like, all right, well, now this boss can hit me 30 times and I can't die. You know, yeah, it's not going to do that.
0: I wonder if those people just have like skewed memories of the games that they loved in childhood. Because, God, as an adult, I have gone back and played Super Nintendo games and been like, what did I, what did I fucking drink as a kid that made me get through this? Like, why did I hate myself? I was drinking my milk, you know, like (laughs) playing the fucking Lion King, getting through that stupid ass monkey maze. I don't know how many times I must have died in the stampede, but I, I remember like beating that game, like getting to the final level with my sister. We were like, fucking did it. And we were like five and nine. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, the games for Super Nintendo and the style of game that they make has always been difficult. So it does not shock me that this brand new Metroid is trying to stick with its roots and maintain that level of difficulty.
1: Yeah, and I saw one guy, he was like, you know, how can we take what these what these reviewers say? They're like 20. They didn't grow <laughs> up in a time where games were the way this game is. They're Maybe used to it. the hand-holding, and oh man, I was going to have you watch a video before we came in to this. Yeah. And I forgot to send it to you. It's not related to this at all. Okay. Man, there's a video. I watched it and it literally blew my mind. Okay. I'm still going to send it to you and I'll tag it in there for you guys. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It's a video about like game design. Okay. And it's a guy saying how games before, and really think about this, games before did not tell you how to play it. Yeah. They presented you with... They presented you with a scenario that you would teach yourself to play the game. Yes. And the whole point of this video is him talking about how Mega Man X is the greatest example of a game teaching you to play itself. Okay. And it literally blew my mind how it teaches you to play what you will see throughout the entire game in the opening level. Oh, man. And he's like, and it never says a single thing. It doesn't tell you... You know, hey, make sure you press B to jump, you know, because, like, yeah. every game you play today basically just starts prompting you with stuff, like, like, just just spoon feeds you. Oh, well, here's how you jump in a game. If yes. you've ever played a fucking game, it's it's X. It's always <laughs> X. It's never changed in 20 years. No. We fucking know. But every game to be accessible... Games now treat you like you're not smart enough to figure it out on your own.
0: I know. Like there was there's no tutorial level in like Super Mario, you know, you just you have jump and you have run and you kind of figure out the rest as you go. Like if you don't it doesn't tell you like you have to hit this boss in his eyeball. You're just like, Oh, his eyeball's going. I wonder what happens if I just uh, you know, hit yeah. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you used to have to try to figure it out. I thought it was yeah, Ego Raptor.
0: And another, another piece of hate this game is getting, I know, is that there's not an autosave feature.
1: I'm a little iffy on that because I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm definitely a fan of autosave these days. I am
0: too. And I think that, I mean, it's a product of the day and age that we're, we're spoiled now with, with the autosave feature. It's just something that you kind of count on. When you go into a new room, it
1: should save, right? Kind of. To me, it should be like a bigger thing but this game i i would i would care to combat that because this game offers you a, a place to save so often okay like it asks you all the time do you want to save and if you hit no that was that was your fault okay <laughs> i let it save every time it asked me because i was like ah, oh, it takes one second why not yeah you know it's And, I mean, it is, like, an older game where, I mean, there are save rooms. You go to this room, you can always save there. Okay. In a game like this, because, actually, that's why I didn't play Dead Rising on the the Xbox 360 back in the day with the zombies in the mall. Yeah. Because I was, like, I just want to, like, clear out the zombies, but I would never save in this one bathroom, and then it would start me at the beginning of the game. Yeah. (laughs) And I was, like... But I didn't even get to do anything yet, and now I have to watch all the opening cutscenes again. Like, oh God. that's a that's a big step back. You yeah. Know? But that one, it's it's not as often. I mean, in in this game, there's the save rooms, and then there's kind of places to like check in on your progress. That offers you to save. Uh, but also, it's on the Switch, which most people just kind of turn the Switch off, and the game's still on. So, yeah. I feel like this, like, this isn't on, well, games also have that, like, rest mode now. All things have, like, a rest mode. Yes. I feel like that's another way to kind of combat that, you know? Right. And, I mean, I get it, because I know that Ismail and our Discord had the unfortunate circumstance of losing tons of progress, right? Yeah. But it's kind of what I told Taylor one time. Like, she's never played a game where it, like, froze before. And so we were playing games, like, when I first got my PS4 and, like, Tomb Raider froze on her. And she was like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, it froze. And, like, I'm totally fine. And she's like, well, what do we do? What what happens now? And I was like, I don't know, you restart it. (laughs) It's like, you know, you got to turn the system off. You turn it back on. And she's like, well, that's stupid. And I was like, welcome to games.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. All I can say about the same
1: thing is welcome to games.
0: Yeah, we've all fucking been there. Like, it's not a cool thing. Nobody likes it, but it happens. I feel like
1: if you're going to, like, really complain about it, like, Ismail said, bummer, because he knows, you know? Yeah. He's like, ah, fuck, right? Yeah. But, like, these reviews make it sound like it's, like, the greatest crime against humanity. Yeah. And all I can say to these people is, I had 100% Guitar Hero 2 back in the day, right? Uh Uh-huh. PlayStation 2. Did you know that if you got Rock the 80s and you put a save file for that game on the same memory card, it would corrupt your Guitar Hero 2 save? Oh, God. So I simply just bought a new game and there was a glitch in a totally separate game that would delete your save to a different one.
0: That's fucked
1: up. And I had to redo all of Guitar Hero 2, and then I had to have a separate memory card to play (laughs) Rock the 80s.
0: Oh my god.
1: That's gaming.
0: That, unfortunately, is gaming.
1: That's gaming.
0: There's, like, one dude who's behind a lot of this Metroid hate, too. So, you've been showing me tweets
1: from this David Scott Jaffe. Okay, so he's not even that kind of hate. This is... (sighs) This is, this is hard for me to discuss. Yeah. Because I love that man. Like, I full-on love him. So what is he, like, from? Why, sh- why should I know his name? He created Kratos. Oh, shit, really? Kratos doesn't exist without this man. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know what Twisted Metal is? Yeah. Created that game, too.
0: Oh my god, so this is, like, your your hero coming and shitting on your, your silver platter.
1: Yeah, he's, like, one of my people oh, that, no. like, I've always known this guy, right? I saw him at San Diego Comic-Con one time. Yeah. And I remember I saw him walk by, and I was so starstruck. I just, like, looked at the person that I was with, and I was like, that was David Jaffe. <laughs> Sh- should I... Talk to him oh my god and he was like yeah so i turned around never found him oh but like like he is a he is a person for me right i just um when when the last of us two came out you know there's a big controversy about the dogs that you can kill and stuff yeah and he's this is why i kind of take what he's doing with a grain of salt because he's known for stirring the pot just to do it okay so i don't even know if i can believe him Okay. Which is the problem. Because somebody was like, what do you think of the dogs in The Last of Us 2? And he was like, they make for good shooting. Oh, my God. And I was like, well, I mean, he's not wrong. (laughs) You know, because that's that's what you got to do in it. But, like, he always takes a route that will kind of rile, like, ruffle your feathers. Yeah. But this one doesn't feel like that. It feels like he's actually bad at this game. It kind of sounds like it. So can I just read this tweet real quick? Yes. He
0: says, and he's at David Scott Jaffe on Twitter, if you're not following him already. Uh, He says, Kena, Metroid, Returnal, all leading the march towards super challenging games. (laughs) Maybe it's NES generation coming into their own as designers, but I fucking hate this shit. And it's not an age thing. I never liked it, but it wasn't so rampant. It's like the devs want to push players away.
1: He's, like, mad. <laughs> he's mad because he got caught at being bad at a game. <laughs> like, openly got caught, and I feel like we're gonna... And this is this is bad. I'm putting this out there, and he's gonna potentially hear it one day and be like, I never want to talk to this guy ever again. Aww. Right? Yeah. But, like, you can tell, like, his pride is wrapped up in it a bit.
0: Yeah, for sure. And this this absolutely comes back to fragile masculinity. Like he's, he's not good at the game. Apparently like there's a video that I think you posted to our discord. secret discord yes. where he just like, I didn't, I didn't
1: bother to watch the videos cause I don't want to be, I don't want to have another excuse to be mad at white men. Well, so, so the first one that happened was him going over one of his live streams, right? Okay. So like he live streamed the game and then it was him going, talking over it and he goes like look at this room this room doesn't make sense right he goes walk in this room and there's nothing here to tell you that you can shoot through the ceiling to progress through the room okay but in that same video it's other people streaming like they like put in other streamers when they got to that same room and they all organically find (laughs) that to shoot the ceiling
0: Okay, I mean, yeah, that's what you do when you're alone in a room. You just kind of like shoot in all directions, or at least that's well, what I no. do.
1: There's game design when you come into that room. There's enemies on that part of the ceiling, and here's the thing: he oh. doesn't use he doesn't use her blaster correctly. He would never do the free aim and shoot in a diagonal. He would only shoot straight. Oh, so he was trying to kill an the enemy that's on the ceiling, but he was jumping and trying to shoot and he would keep missing. But if you would free aim, you would hit it and also hit the ceiling. Like it's designed that if you played the game the way you would play it, you would find it. Yeah. Because I never got stuck there and I just did it, you know, and all these other streamers, like in that first video, they stitch in like 10 other people that just Shoot the bad guy on the ceiling, and then they go through, and nobody even stops to question it. They just accidentally did it and kept going. Okay, so the game's played it totally different.
0: Yeah, he played it wrong by the sounds of it. The game's designed to like let you know, oh, next is the ceiling.
1: Yeah, but then here's where it gets more tricky. There was a second video where he went over it again. Like he came (laughs) back to combat it again. Okay. And he goes, No, there's no reason to do this. And he goes, Look, I could go to so many other places when I was playing this before. Like how would I know to come here, right? So he tries to prove all these other places that you can walk to. Yeah. And he only proves that he's hard locked in into that area and the only way forward would be that ceiling. <sighs> okay. <laughs> like he proves himself wrong twice. Jeez. I've been playing Kana, it's not hard, and I've never seen reviews saying that it was hard. Now, Returnal is hard, because it's... Also, by design. Yeah. Returnal's a bit ridiculous in how hard it's supposed to be. Okay. Because it's a roguelike.
0: Yeah, and I generally don't like roguelike games. (laughs) But, like, here's
1: the thing with that one. So, you know, there's, like, Hades and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And you're supposed to, like make it through in one life essentially right yes apparently with returnal the like like singular run to make it through all the way is like over three hours long shit and there's no saving in the middle so it's like you <sighs> have to commit to a three-hour session to beat it my god that's that's like too hard that's like demanding your time in a weird way you know yeah yeah that's different. You're gonna tell me those games, Metroid is harder than Dark Souls was for people?
0: Right. Like did this dude dunk on Cuphead the same way? Oh
1: fucking Cuphead, dude. <laughs> and I love Cuphead. That game that game took me through the ringer.
0: Yeah, like there's games that are like they're designed to be hard. They're designed to make you kinda hate yourself. Like Cuphead yeah. specifically tells you like you were one shot away from killing that boss. Yeah, you did. You couldn't do it. That fucking genie, man. And the designers do that on purpose. Like they're not, they're not here <laughs> for coddling. I guess. And yeah. I'm not saying like wipe your fucking face, you piss baby, and f- get good. I mean, yeah. I some some video games are just designed like that. And I'm sorry that you're offended about it, dude. But like, not every single game is going to be accessible for everyone.
1: Well, for all humility's sake, I mean, I will say I don't want to get good at Dark Souls. That's why I don't play it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like there, there's just games that I I won't play because I know that I'm not good enough for it, and that's fine. It doesn't hurt yeah. me. This
1: I mean, just heard about it hurts it. me, but <laughs> because like I want to know, because like I, I want to know, but it doesn't hurt my like me as a human about it. You know, that's what Twitch is for, though. Like go go watch somebody who is good. yeah. And live vicariously through them. Exactly. So it's like, is this game really that hard? And no, it's not. But gamers today are very coddled. Yeah. And I don't think this is even a resurgence because Dark Souls has been coming out pretty regularly.
0: Bloodborne
1: was one of them. Even Doom Eternal was pretty hard when it came out. For, like, every, like, five easy games, you get one that's just for, like, the masochists, you know?
0: Yes, yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> I mean, the, des- the developers know
1: their games are hard, and that's, they're leaning into it. And, I mean, this game specifically, this is what I wanted to get into you about with um, the $60 thing, too. Uh-huh. The amount of effort that went into designing the skill that you need to have for the game. Are you ready for this? I don't even think you're ready. Okay. (laughs) Because you haven't played a lot of Metroid. But do you remember when we were watching Vanek play Super Metroid, he said, I'm playing this the way it's intended. Yeah. Because Metroid has been built on the idea of sequence breaks. Yeah. The idea that there are tools in the game that can allow me to get things before it's intended for me to get to it right and it's coming out now that metroid dread's been out and this is the style of play that i'm not good for i don't figure this stuff out and push the game to the limit to get something five hours before i'm supposed to right (laughs) okay but they designed it this way so remember remember your big green lizard dude with the holes in his belly that you don't like Yup. good old craid good old craid he's a boss right Uh Uh-huh. You fight him pretty early in the game, and then about an hour or so later, you're supposed to get a certain upgrade. Okay. You can get this particular upgrade well before you fight him in the game, if you do like some crazy techniques, right? All right. But guess what? What? In his boss battleground, they have a spot that if you have that upgrade, you can use it and beat him way faster. Ah, It's designed that you may have thought to do this, and you went and got something before you were supposed to, so here's a reward for that. Okay, shit. So, (laughs) just because I thought you would enjoy it, if you get the Morph Ball bombs early, you can actually put yourself in a morph ball launcher and it launches you in your ball form into one of those holes in his belly.
0: No! And then you
1: just lay bombs inside of his gut and just fucking wreck him.
0: Oh, gross. That makes my belly button hurt.
1: But, like, it's got its own cutscene. Like, it's Holy designed... Shit. It's designed for you to potentially break things out of the order. Okay. And people are doing such things that, that like had to be intentional. There's a boss way later in the game that if you can time it just right and use the technique where she can run really fast, uh-huh, you can one-shot the boss and beat it in one hit. Fuck. And they set you up to do it, but it's not like it's easy. But if you can, here's a perk. You beat him in one hit. Wow. And I, I just thought you'd like this, because once I found it out, I've never played Super Metroid the same. There's a boss later in Super Metroid, th- that you fight underwater, and it's really fucking hard. Ooh. And the bo- that boss fucking sucks. But I found out that when you have the grapple beam that you can, like, grab onto the ceilings and stuff... Yeah. There's actually electrical currents on the wall, and if you shoot your grapple beam at the wall, it brings the electricity through you into the boss, and you take damage the whole time. But if you oh have God. enough energy tanks you can defeat the boss in like 10 seconds. Cause you just fry it with electricity underwater.
0: It's Okay.
1: And ever since I learned that I've never beaten that boss another way because it's so easy. Yeah. But like that's, that's design that they thought about way before. Like we're going to put this here, but who's going to find it and do it. I love that. Like this game is so well planned. It's disgusting. <laughs> Like people are already starting to do speed runs. I've seen people beat it in an hour and a half already. Damn! It took me nine hours. Jesus! And the things that people pull out of their ass with just what they have at their disposal—it's amazing.
0: Yeah, there's people out there beating it in ninety minutes, and Mr. Jaffe here is just—he <laughs> can't be—he
1: can't be bothered to shoot a ceiling. Yeah. Um, but you guys need to watch this video. I just put it in there. It's called. Uh Sequelitis, Mega Man Classic versus Mega Man X. Yeah, we'll link it in the show notes for y'all. I made Taylor watch it one day, and she was like, Why do I want to watch this? And we still quote this video to this day. Oh my god. He's making fun of how in the newer Mega Mans people will just like pop up on the screen and be like, Mega Man, Mega Man, uh press B to jump, you know. <laughs> And his character in the video keeps going like, I don't need you. I know how to press buttons on this controller. I'll figure it out. You know? Yeah. And to this day, if somebody's like being intrusive or something, we just go, make it man, make it man <laughs> And we still talk about this one. It's, I really think your mind will be blown. Okay. And you'll think about games differently. It was a good watch. It's nine years old.
0: Damn. Um, so speaking of games, I know, I know this episode is running a little long, guys, but we have a lot to say. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of thoughts and feelings, and I just need you to take my hand and gently walk with me over to Animal Crossing Corner.
1: Oh, there's roaches here.
0: It's so bad. There's so many weeds.
1: Oh my God. They're taller than my head. We have to take care of this island. I'm getting fed up because I've had my fifth villager come up to me today and they were like, what's it been? <sighs> 10 months, Robert. <laughs> Has it been 10 months? Oh, do you no. know what it's like to be alone for 10 months? Jesus. And I'm like, all right, you're like too real. Go away.
0: I, I have, uh, I've made the decision that I'm going to delete my Island because I threatened to do that a long time ago. And I haven't. But okay. I think I'm at the point now where I'm ready. I'm emotionally capable of doing it. I'm gonna press the delete button. Tom Nook and I are gonna have a weird conversation in that strange dark room. And I'm going to become Island Representative because Good. as of November fifth. Don't know if you guys have heard this yet, but there's gonna be a free update to Animal Crossing. I just wanna like briefly go over
1: all the shit that we're getting in this because holy fuck. Um, right now, you gotta make sure you Split it up right, because I feel like a lot of the good shit is in that paid (laughs) thing.
0: Okay, yes. So the free update, what they're calling Animal Crossing 2.0. This is the one that's available uh, November 5th. It's the last major free content update. The last one, which I don't know how
1: I feel about that. Well, see, I think people are taking it different than me. Okay. It says last major free update. To me, it's not this is the last update it's just this is the last one that you're not going to pay for okay I'm, i think it's going to keep going
0: i'm hoping that they do like more paid expansions in the future i guess but i also want them to like continue to update the base game for free like give us more designs more hairstyles stuff like that just just keep it fresh you know
1: yeah because i people are going to stop paying at some point people are going to stop playing at some point and think about that it said last major free update
0: yeah so i hope that they continue to do minor updates i think that would be okay. nice yeah um so just to run down a few of the things that's coming in animal crossing 2.0 we talked previously mr brewster is going to be bringing his coffee shop the roost yep. and i didn't know what to like think about this but my god I think Ferdin put it best when he said in the Discord, the vibe at Brewster's is immaculate. <laughs> it's see, so
1: good. This is all I thought it was going to be, which just like, oh, you can drink coffee with your friends now. And I was like, what a waste of my time. <laughs> but see, you know that I'm not into sim stuff, though. Yeah, it's true. Like, I don't like I cared nothing about that i'm i'm so excited about that i think that's great Is, remember remember our island party that we had for
0: new year's for for new year's eve in 2020 yes i do i think that was like i would i would utilize that again like the coffee shop just go to the coffee shop together you know and just hang out just hang out i thought it was really fun
1: i don't know i I was like what a boring use of this space <laughs> like it can just be to go sit <laughs> and drink coffee yeah I was like, there's no game ness to it, you know? Right. But then, boy, was I wrong about the rest of it.
0: Yeah. I don't know, like, what it entails, but I know that you can, like... The residents will come in, Islanders will come in, uh, different... Like, Isabel will come in to join you with a cup of coffee. I don't know what's going to come of that, but I know that it happens.
1: I mean, I guess you just sit there with them. Unless you're gonna be like, hey, you want a free wallpaper? Or, like... Know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll give you something,
0: give you a story that you've never heard before. I have no idea what to expect, but I'm really excited about it. Okay. Um, there's also a little frogman named Cap'n. Uh, he will appear on your dock, I guess, with a little boat. And for a thousand nook miles, you can like pay him to take you to a mystery island. And the mystery islands are like really cool because they have different seasons or they have different produce that you can't get on your own
1: island see i thought that was great because it's like in the winter there's snowflakes yeah or in april there's cherry blossoms right
0: right or even like the stars fragments that fall from the sky like if i don't get a capricorn one i'm gonna have to wait another 12 fucking months for it no thanks
1: yeah so this gives you an opportunity to not have to time travel yeah and you can play the game quote-unquote correctly and still, kind of get what you want from it when you want it. Right. I thought that was cool.
0: That's pretty awesome. Um, they've also expanded Harve's Island, which I have never visited because I haven't played since Harve's been in the game. But uh, so they're going to have permanent shops for other for like all your visiting vendors. So like Kix and the fucking Camel Lady, and I think I think Red has a permanent shop here, which yeah. I am. So excited about because you know I desire to collect all of the art. I,
1: I need it. <laughs> it weirds me out how many people have like already just like one hundred percent of this game. I, you
0: know? <laughs> I have I think three paintings and
1: I just yeah I'm, I maybe I, have that many. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's bad. I never um, did him. They're also bringing in like other vendors that I know nothing about. So Tortimer is going to be there, and Katrina, who I think is a fortune teller.
1: So tortimer is from the like original animal crossings. Cause he was okay. always the mayor that you were taking his job and he was like passing over oh. the torch to you. <laughs> okay. So he's just like cameo fan service. All right. This guy. There's group stretching at the plaza, which is See, cute I as hell. hate that too. I was like, why do I want to do this? <laughs> I think it's cute. I think it's, I know this game is all cute. And I know that I'm not into the cute, like that because i'm I like guess. what am i doing i mean you physically get to stand up and stretch with your villagers i think that's adorable but you can do it with the wemo or just the joystick so you know people are just gonna like still sit there world of warcraft from south park guy <laughs> style <laughs> okay. and just use the joystick so it's like i mean i guess
0: yeah i think it looks like a fun time i mean if anything it's a it's a
1: good photo op here can I can I throw this out first? Sure. I'm excited for everything that's in this, but not for me.
0: <laughs> okay. Cuz I You're know that I won't for...
1: utilize half of it. I just think it's great yeah. for the people that love it.
0: Yeah, like for the people that love this game, they're getting they're getting fucking everything yeah um there's a new thing called ordinances so you can like make all your villagers wake up earlier if you're on in the morning and your villagers are still asleep i know that was always a thing for me like i would get on at fucking two in the morning and be like why are all my villagers asleep (laughs) but no
1: it's two in the morning
0: yeah Um, so you can change that um there's also something called a bell boom ordinance which i don't know what that is but i'm going to be using it because i need more bells
1: yeah obviously i feel like Taylor needs to sit in here on this because I was like ordinances and she's like that's back from like most of this stuff is not new yeah it's just bringing it back from the old ones and I'm like but what is it because I this is the first one I've played yeah you know and so it's really big for like the people that actually like came with this franchise right I feel like this tugged on their heartstrings a lot more but for sure, I got to learn what to use an ordinance for because I don't know what I ever wanted them to do different. You know,
0: there's the beautiful island ordinance, which I think is good for you because it prevents weeds from growing.
1: <laughs> I could use that. Yeah, I yeah okay, that's a good one.
0: Okay, the thing that I'm most excited about is that they have introduced farming. So you can like grow your own vegetables and you can cook DIY recipes and you can set them out on your table and they all look so cute. There's like little sandwiches and little slices of pie and little soups. It just looks like so much
1: fun. I wish you could have seen me. I like nonchalantly stared at it and was all like, hey, Stardew Valley gang, this is for you, you know?
0: Yes.
1: I knew it was going to hit you guys.
0: Yeah. And in the same vein of that, the Pro Decorating License, it lets you do like different kind of lighting. It lets you put fucking ceiling decor up on the ceiling. You can hang lamps and shelves off your ceiling. Are you kidding me? It lets you do accent walls. Like you, you can put a different colored wall on one side of your room to look to just like be a standout
1: wall. That I actually thought was really cool.
0: It's so cool. You can also use like designs as wallpaper and flooring now. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? That's amazing. Um, there's also a handheld camera, so you can like go into
1: Oh, the whole pro camera thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, you can like walk around and look at your villagers and they'll like be like, Oh, camera and wave and stuff. It's very cute. Um there's more expansion. I like how
1: aggressively you said it. it's very cute. It's very cute.
0: <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> um They've expanded storage. They have increased the number of stairs that you can do. They've added ladders for your cliffs. So you don't have to do stairs. Oh, you can just have a permanent ladder.
1: I was so into that.
0: That's amazing. I'm going to throw
1: my ladder away.
0: Uh, yeah, I love that. Like, I I hate having just the inventory space of a ladder all the time. Yep. They've also introduced, I guess, brought back gyroids, which these little dudes, they look like the little guy that you pay to build your bridges and shit. Yeah. They, you, you like place them down in your house and so it, it looks like a fossil and you dig it up and you're like, oh, it's a gyroid and then you have to bury it again and then water it and it'll grow the next day into something else. But it's like a little gyroid themed instrument. So there's like ones that sound like drums and ones that sound like a bass and,
1: then you, you line them, them up, and you have a little symphony going.
0: Yeah, you set them down, and like they'll just sing just in your house, and like you can put them along with like music if you have a jukebox in your house or whatever. Or they can just sing on their own, and they make like little symphonies, and
1: it's so cute. Did you notice that the villager in the scene where they show that looks like he is flying high as shit? Yes, with his <laughs> gyroids singing. He's just like, he's oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh
0: fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's there is so so much that they're doing with this. Uh I I don't even think I covered all of it, but there's just there's a bunch of things to do. Uh that doesn't even cover the paid expansion. So
1: the paid expansion is a whole separate that's a whole island kit and caboodle of its own.
0: Yeah. I uh I forgot what it's called. it's happy home paradise, that's happy what it's home called. Paradise. And so it is I,
1: Kelsey I was watching that and I was like, they just put a whole nother game in here. They really did. It's like the Sims.
0: Like you basically go to an island and the villager is like, I want a vacation home full of bears. And you like go build them the, like the home of their dreams. And it it's so intricate and detailed and you could lose like hours building one villager's home. And... Once you build stuff in there, you can take that knowledge back to your own island and put shit in your own home, like half walls and partitions. And just, it's overwhelming the amount of stuff that you can do. There's so, there's so many cool new things that they're adding to Animal Crossing. And I think that this is like the breath of fresh air that this game needed so
1: desperately for its fan base to continue to play the game. And that's the thing, I think it's only reached such a stagnant point maybe because it was missing all these extra things like the gyroids and a lot of the old collectibles that like you used to have like that yeah but we also live in this age of such interconnectivity on it yeah like i mean i'm in the discord right now and i'm still part of some animal crossing discord that taylor was part of and she like was part of a package where she got like several million bells for something. And people were like really sharing their resources and kind of like actively trying to finish the game as fast as they could, instead of what it was of like a day by day, enjoying your time kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And that's
1: a checklist, you know? Yes.
0: And that's, I think that's why I fell out of it, is because I wasn't checking things off of my list fast enough. And I was like, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of content. Like, they introduced swimming, and I was like, I haven't even finished the base game, and now I have swimming to worry about? Like, there's a whole other NPC out in the water? I can't handle that. But I think if I just, like, if I just casually dip a toe back into this game and tell myself I'm going to play it for the enjoyment of the game. I don't need to have a perfect Island that people can come over to. It doesn't need to yes. be a theme. There doesn't need to be like specific way that things are laid out. If I can just have a good Island and have a good time on it, I'll, I'll be happy.
1: I think you need to never go to social media about this game.
0: Yes, I think you are correct.
1: <laughs> Cause I will say this. My mom has had this game for a year. Uh huh. I got it for her for her birthday last year. Yeah. We got her Switch, got her Animal Crossing, and she... So I called her today, because I was playing it for the first time, just doing some chores again. Yeah. And she was like, I think since I got it a year ago, she's like, I've only not played like three or four days. That's crazy. And she's like, yeah, I've got like 20 million bells. Holy shit. Um. Because she does her chores in the morning, and she said, and then I will go fish for a little bit, and then I just go, um, I go swimming, and I catch some of that stuff, and then I just I just sell everything, keep the money, because I've you know I bought all the stuff I want. So she just is hoarding <laughs> all this money. Oh my God, and I was like, come to my island and give me some money, <laughs> please, Bob. I need to buy some belts. And you lost bells. And I lost everything in the
0: stock market.
1: I got I gotta build my my loft in my basement. you know yeah but like like my mom's the super casual player like she's just been playing it doing that and then you get the extreme which is taylor's sister yeah taylor's sister she played it every day too like every day but she had it down to like mapping out okay i have all of these emotes that you get from smug villagers i've I've gotten these smug villagers, but if I send this guy away, maybe I can find a jock one to get this emote that I don't have. And, like, she had, like, planned this game. Wow. I mean, like, she was in this game and, like, making it hers, you know? Yeah. And she was, like, playing it. Like, <laughs> all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swap out these characters because then if I do this and I'll focus on him, I'll give him gifts every day. And then, boom, I get his emote. I will go into the houses two times a day because people are making new recipes. You know, like she had her checklist and she was hitting that list every day. Yep. I mean, see, that's 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 too structured. That's the way that I
0: tried to play it. I wanted to get everything, but this game is so vast and expansive that you can't do that. So, I mean, both playlist, both play styles are entirely valid. The way that your mom plays and the way that Taylor's sister plays; those are, if you are enjoying that way of playing continue on but like for me I think I need to play more like your mom does just like go in pick the weeds pick the apples and then sell my stuff and get out (laughs) like buy the things I want for my home and then get out
1: I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to achieve this one thing that I want and then I may be done okay you ready yes I want to put my house back on the top of my island like it used to be okay and my old island had a heart pond next to it uh, and i put my house next to the heart pond i'm gonna have to build my own now i want to build a heart pond and then i want to do the thing where you move your rocks and i want to have oh, a centralized man. rock garden right so that it's easy to do those chores in the morning yeah and i want my trees fixed correctly Like, I hate having trees just, like, everywhere. I want it very manicured and, like, little spurts (laughs) of the trees, right? Okay. And once I think I get the trees in a spot... See, like, I don't care where the people are. I don't give a shit about where their homes are. (laughs) Like, Taylor has, like, a neighborhood.
0: Yeah, I have mine designed, like, that everybody
1: lives on the cliff at the back of the island. Like, I don't know. I, I don't give a shit about them. Just, like, throw them as close, tight quarters as I can... Living like duplexes. I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Leave me to my manicured tree island and like I have all the big firs, the big yeah. cedar trees. They they just like outline the rim of the back of my island. Beautiful. And then I wanna do like the normal trees up front. But that's it. That's all I want to do. And I think once I do that Oh, but then I want to manicure my villagers
0: like you want to curate a specific number of villagers?
1: I want all the robot <laughs> or like non-living ones. Okay. It's so like I want all the robots and then there's one like called Stitches, I think.
0: Yeah, the creepy little bear.
1: Yeah, with like buttons for eyes and stuff. Yeah. To me it's like not alive. It's not like a real bear. She's like clearly a stuffed bear. Yeah, I want that one. Okay. Like like I want all the non Alive ones. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds creepy, but those but those are the ones I want. Yeah. And then I'll be good. And then I'll visit them once a year, probably. Yeah. And then that's it.
0: <laughs> Tell them Merry Christmas. Yeah.
1: I mean, I did get really into the Halloween event last year, and I built every recipe that you could, and I built every variation of it. Oh, man. Like, I went hard for Halloween. <laughs> And then it's been like 10 months and they're all like, I haven't seen you since last Halloween, bitch. Yeah. No. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Sorry.
0: All I want to do is farm. Like, I just want to get in there, build a nice cute little farm for myself. Bake so go. much. I'm going to fill a house of food. That's what I'm going to do.
1: Well, did you see in the DLC thing, you can make like places. So you can build like a restaurant.
0: Oh my and God.
1: Then <laughs> your villagers will use it for its purpose. <laughs> So, like, it's like you can build a school and, like, they'll go sit in there and somebody will go in and teach and they'll, like, have school. My God, I I cannot handle it. They have, they put so much into this update. It's a lot. And then the tiniest update on top of that and I'm done. Okay. But right at the end, they fucking announced the new Switch Online. Yeah. Like, Shadow dropped it. See, that's why they did it, because we were so, like, starry-eyed, big, hard-eyes for Animal Crossing, right? <laughs> yes. And then they went out, yeah, but we're fucking you with the online. Yeah. Like, you know that was intended, because that has caused backlash. Oh, so much. But basically, it's double the price, over double the price, by the way, for an individual plan or the family plan. I frankly don't think you should get it. No. So I don't really want to go into details on it. Yeah, it's just it's a lot of money for for not
0: a lot of returns.
1: I think I think in the future it could be worth it if they were more of the N sixty four games and stuff. Yeah. But here's something that I heard that maybe you can sell me on it with and let me let me tell it to you and you can tell me what you think. Okay. Because in this new expansion pack online they will give you the DLC for Animal Crossing for free. Yeah. Okay, but hear me out. That alone, horrible deal. Because you're essentially not- <laughs> you're paying $50 a month for something that... $50 a month. $50 a year for something you could pay 25 bucks for today and own forever.
0: Right, exactly.
1: So you lose, right? Yeah. But here's where it gets interesting. I heard somebody go, did they just set a precedent that basically they will put all DLCs for all their games out on the Switch Online for free? So is it essentially going to turn into, you know, like I had Pokemon Sword and Shield. I wasn't going to buy that DLC. Right. What, what if I'll now just have that DLC and it gives me an incentive to maybe go look at a game I wouldn't normally play because I can get the full experience now with right. my normal yearly subscription. I think if they padded it out and said, hey, every DLC that we release is now on here. And so let's say you've been waiting for Animal Crossing, but this update looks really good. And now you finally go buy that game because you found it on sale somewhere. Maybe it's a good deal now.
0: Maybe. I I don't know. I think it remains to be seen. I think that we're going to have to sit and watch this one for a minute. It's not going to be worth it
1: immediately. Like... I think that is a cool idea. The idea that you don't buy DLC anymore. You simply yeah. subscribe to DLCs.
0: I just don't know if Nintendo is smart enough to do that.
1: <laughs> I don't think so either. But somebody said it. And I was like, that's a very Nintendo thing. Because who, who would think to do that? Yeah, I guess. They do what nobody else would even consider a rational thought. And then they just do it. And then it works for them. You know? <laughs> Because, like, who the hell was like, yeah, $20 for a shitty online service. And people were like, I mean, all right, what do you got with that? Right. And then it worked, you know? So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. But Animal Crossing stuff, it was one of the greatest directs I ever saw in my life. It was yeah, chock full of shit.
0: I was emotional watching <laughs> it. It was amazing. All right. You ready to pull these weeds? I am. Here we are again at the end of the episode where we ask you to please tell your friends about us and help us grow this beautiful audience. Just like the weeds on our Animal Crossing Islands, we want you to multiply. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your most favorite platform so you never ever miss a ding-dang episode because we release weekly every single Monday. Each and every one. Haven't missed one yet? Won't miss one ever? That's the M-Toke guarantee. If you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that helps us find much more lovely listeners just like you.
1: That's right. And don't forget you can go out there to All the social medias, YMB, T-O-A-P, that's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. We are wrapping up the lovely Streamtober. This is going to be our final Streamtober stream. We are doing part two to our SOMA story. We just really want to thank all of our patrons and all of you guys that have joined all of our streams being part of the Streamtober fest. We love all of you guys, but our patrons, you... Give us the fuel that fans the fire. We love you guys. And like you heard from earlier in the show, we finally got an email. You can send us an email. We'll read it right here. We'll give you a shout out. If you just want to say something to us, don't want your name out there, it can be anonymous. Just let us know. And that is ymbtoap at gmail.com. Send us that listener mail. What gender bent thing do you want to see? Like my women slasher stuff. What do you think about Switch online or Animal Crossing? What do you think about piercings or earbuds? We got a whole bunch of shit. Tell us, tell us whatever you want us to know. Tell us about those Jabras.
0: The Jabras. The Jabras. <laughs> And don't forget that our theme song is The Groom Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. He's making the good beats. And as always, thank you for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Is Taylor's ear still bleeding? more important sound we wanted you to hear. Uh, One thing, I don't know if you want to leave this part in the episode or not, but like I fucked up and uploaded the wrong (laughs) file to our server and the episode accidentally only published with Robert's audio. And I thought like, wow, it's kind of funny how like on the episode about how female perspectives are important, I just didn't put myself in the episode. Oh
1: my god. (laughs) It's kind of bad. Uh, well, you know what? I will keep that in there because I have an apology to make as well. Oh, no. Well. What happened? I was listening to the episode while I was doing it, and I'm surprised nobody jumped on me. And you guys should have. You should have corrected me. I was wrong. What happened? I got Lashana Lynch's name wrong. Oh, no. I said LaTasha Lynch, but Whoops. it is Lashana Lynch. Okay. I goobered, and I apologize very much. I We're very sorry. I'm not going to say that wrong. It is Lashana Lynch. So All right. Bad man. <laughs> we are accountable here. We will take full acceptance of our, of our mistakes. Yes.